Hi, this is Lauren and Jamie, and we're the hosts of the Making It Work podcast, where we're bringing you behind closed doors to let you in on what we're doing to make our relationship work. And today, it's my birthday. It's your birthday. We Happy wo- birthday. We woke up on, thank you, we woke up on Salt Spring Island, mm-hmm. which is in Canada, right beside Vancouver Island, and my friend has a big super yacht, <laughs> and we're, uh, I think I think it is, it's beautiful, it's an amazing boat. Um, actually, me and him both sold our houses. It was It's crazy, because he bought his house... Or he built his house the same time I bought my house in Nelson. And then we both sold them at the same time. And he decided to buy a... A super yacht. A super yacht. I call it a super yacht, but... I think it's 40 feet. 40 feet? Yeah. And, um... (laughs) Yeah. And you... We didn't buy the van, but... He moved onto the boat and you moved into the van. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And, uh, yeah, it's... It's pretty sweet. So now we're here visiting him, and uh, we're going to go tour around the island for a little bit. And then uh, maybe, hopefully, go back to Nitnat. So we've taken a little bit of a trip. The girls read their dads for a whole week, which is unheard of. Yeah, I think it's only happened, like, maybe twice before. Yeah. Like, unplanned. Like, they've got their time at Christmas with them, but I think the last time this happened is when his mom came to visit in like October and I think even then they only did five days in a row they did call me last night so I should have picked them normally I would pick them up Monday night so I should have picked them up last night and about nine o'clock last night they called thank goodness we had reception on the boat and I answered it was a video call and they're like where are you and I'm like I'm on the boat and (laughs) they're like we miss you and Piper said to me she's like mama I just wish I could give you a hug right now so uh that was I mean that was kind of nice I almost never get phone calls. I never, well, almost never get phone calls from them when they're at their dad's house. Well, yeah, because it's only for three days. Yeah, four, but yeah. <laughs> Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. That's three nights, four days. They're there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was nice that they were thinking about me. So. <clears throat> yeah, so we took, I mean, a little reluctantly, you <laughs> took advantage. That was interesting, though, how you you were thinking about that. Because when you first... There were some feelings there when you wanted him to take the kids early. And then he said, well, if I take them early, I want to keep them longer. And yeah. to me, I was like, awesome. And you're <laughs> like, what were your thoughts? I Yeah, I I wasn't stoked on that. I um, I think that the amount of time they spend there in the like the short bursts is the perfect amount of time for both of them. Because I I mean, and I'm I'm purely speculating here, but I just think that it's it's the right amount of time that they each can handle. Um, meaning him and them. And so for them to be there for a whole week like that, just, I was very nervous about that and what that would look like. Um, and I also had this feeling like I'd already paid for daycare for this week and I can't get that money back. And so, oh, well, that's just gone. I don't know why that was a, that was a feeling, but that for sure came up. Um, and then there's also like the control aspect of it. Like we were having work done at our house and I had to drop my car off on Thursday morning to get serviced and it's like we're in the middle of a heat wave it was like 42 degrees and the thought of like spending the whole day with no vehicle um and in town waiting for the car to be done that was just super unappealing and I asked him if he would take the kids a day early and then he was like well if I'm taking them a day early I'm keeping them for a whole week 
and the control aspect of that really, really ruffled my feathers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I took your advice and looked at it as an opportunity. And then I told work that I really, really, really needed a, a week off and they said, okay. And then here we are. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge thing about like reframing cause you have that battle a lot. Well, I hear, I hear from you, but it's like, now we're out here. It's, I mean, it would have been amazing if the kids could come. Actually, I invited the kids yeah. to come along <laughs> and you stay home. I was serious. If they would have said yes, I would have taken them, but then they would have had to not take and taken them, but yeah. like invited them on the trip. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so now they're doing that, which they love hanging out with their dads. So that mm-hmm. we'll see how it is after a week. Mm-hmm. And then we're here out on the island, like doing our thing. What did we do two days ago? We went kite surfing. Well, sort of. <laughs> I had a lesson. I had a kite surfing lesson. <laughs> and how did that go? Where it did we go? Great. We went to, um, it's this tiny little place called Nitnat, which is, I mean, when you Google it, it doesn't come up right away. It was when I was trying to find camping there. It, it was very tricky. But anyway, it's on the island. Um, just outside of Lake Cowichan, Duncan area, if you're familiar with Vancouver Island. And yeah, it is beautiful. Like the campground there, it's these huge trees. And like when I say huge trees, I mean, these trees have got to be hundreds of years old. They're, they're enormous. Um, and the campground was very, like, it was very clean. Um, it was very busy. There was, it was completely full. I couldn't even book a site. Um, yeah. And we got super lucky, you with your horseshoes just coming straight out of your ass it was yeah <laughs> well the idea is there is because there's no day camping allowed anymore because of like covid restrictions because mm-hmm. we're just on the tail end of that and uh they let me they let me just drive through they let us drive through just to check out the campsite because i was like we drove all the way here i want to shoot my girlfriend like where i learned to kite and stuff like that and then driving through we I found that there's, uh, like two friends that were staying there. So we drove back out and yeah, ended up being able to pay $20 to add our vehicle to one of their campsites. And then they added, like, they made the campsite way bigger. So it was easier to go and what we call downwinders. So we went upwind and then we flew the kite on the beach for a little bit. And then Mm -hmm. reluctantly Lauren put, uh, a wetsuit on. How long did it take me? get you to put that wetsuit on i don't know like maybe 20 minutes so why didn't you want to put the wetsuit on i was very nervous about putting the wetsuit on I was, there were a couple things number one you didn't have a life jacket on and so i was afraid that <clears throat> i was gonna have to keep you afloat a hold of me and i just didn't think that that was gonna go well and then flying the kite in the water i just i wasn't i still am not super confident with like what i'm doing with the kite it takes me longer to remember what I'm supposed to do when the kite does something that I don't want it to do. And so adding that to being in the water and having these waves, there's one wave that hit me full on in the face and I was not like, I was so focused on the kite. I didn't see it coming. And yeah, that was a lot of brackish water in my face. There was some spluttering and it was really salty actually. Mm -hmm. So like the safest place I thought I said this enough that the safest place to be with the kite is in the water. Uh-huh. Because if things go wrong, uh-huh. then it just drags you through the water. It doesn't drag you over rocks right. and sticks and trees and gravel and all that stuff. So, right. And like you said, we were upwind, so it would have just dragged me to the beach eventually. Yeah, but I was in the water with you. You were in the water with me, which added to my anxiety a little. Well, next time you can go by yourself. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was fun. I got to go kiting too, which I haven't gone. I haven't gone kiteboarding for... <clears throat> Over a year? Yeah, I guess it's been over a year. I'll put the video up on the Instagram because I got a nice video of you 
find my nice new white kite that I never used before. It was sweet. Um, yeah, so that was fun. And I mean, we're trying to work out the whole van situation and just organize what goes where and like... It is pretty smart idea to live in it and figure out what works instead of trying to plan ahead of time. Because you can watch those van life channels all that you want, but your situation is going to be different from somebody else's situation. It's going to be different from somebody else's situation. The things that are going to be important to you are different. And the things like the the creature comforts that you need are not going to be the same as, you know, all the people who have a, a van life channel. Yeah. Totally. So it's like now there's some ideas and like figuring out how the kids are going to fit in here safely with their car seats and stuff and like um, where like plugs are going to go and yeah, things like that, the solar and all that stuff. So it's just kind of like that's what this trip's about. And um, yeah, I mean, now we're just doing this nice recording in the morning here. It's like eight o'clock or nine o'clock. We're going to meet at the boat about 10 o'clock and then go go boating it's a beautiful day today not a cloud in the sky so yeah it's gonna be a good day it's gonna be like a best birthday ever (laughs) so yeah what'd you do last year for your birthday Um, i have no idea cool (laughs) i i don't know july i think i was i think i was doing one of my last millwright jobs i think i was on the last my last millwright job ever. Crazy. In Edmonton. I just bought the Yaris. Oh, you've only had that thing for a year? Yeah, I just bought it for that job. Oh. Because I was going to be driving like... Right, back and forth. I think I put like 200 kilometers a day on that thing. Wow. Driving back and forth to work. So that's what I bought it for. Crazy. And it made it. So yeah, that's what I was doing. And now I'll never have to do that again. <laughs> I will be working on my birthday, but on my terms. Mm-mm. Which is huge. So that's that's something that was new for me this week. Me, myself, Kylie, and Dean. We have a company called the Freedom Coaches. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you want me to talk about this? Sure. No, you have a look on your face. No. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to start recording these videos. <laughs> but um, we made a course, a coaching course, to help people leave their 9 to 5. Because there's a lot of... What we found is most people don't have the support they need to like do these... Totally. To go through with it. We even talked about this this morning when I was grilling you about telling yeah. me all the things about your year. Totally. <laughs> and so we just launched our course this week and it was amazing. We have like the most amazing group of mostly women mm-hmm. and they just like connect so well together. And it's like literally what I wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. Like it has happened. <clears throat> and it's like they're supporting each other and we're like hosting this space for them to do that Mm -hmm. and we're just taking them through this like beautifully designed course that's like start (laughs) to finish and it's like yeah i'm just really really proud of it i'm proud of what we've done and um to think that like eight months ago me kylie and dean met online Mm -hmm. in our coaching course and now to think eight months later we've started a business together and we've never even met each other And they're definitely, like, my best friends. Mm -hmm. Like, I I talk to them the most. Like, we have the most aligned, like, values and the the ways we want to live. They got all excited when I talked about kiteboarding. They want to come visit and learn how to kiteboard. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm super... I'm super happy about that, how that went. Mm -hmm. Because, literally, how it works is, like, the first... um, the first day we do like a live training through with, like, slides and stuff like that. And then two days later, on the Monday... Um, everyone gets together and we answer any questions that they have. Mm-hmm. And so yesterday we were in Duncan mm-hmm. and it was like so hot. I had to find some shade. So I found this like amazing uh, 
football field mm -hmm. and there was like a tree in the corner of it so i just like took i took my a picture phone. i'll put it up on the podcast <laughs> yeah. i took a picture of you i just that. took my chair and took my phone and took a rubbermaid and like set it up in this like massive field underneath the tree and um and then what happened halfway through oh and then the uh the canadian snowbirds were flying in formation i mean i haven't seen the snowbirds since Probably since I was a teenager. Yeah, and one of them just crashed last year in Kamloops. It was, was it last, last year or the year before? I think it was two years ago. It, that sucks when that happens. But I mean, yeah, it was amazing. They did like two passes. loops, passes yeah. over Duncan and then like took off. So that was very cool. Yeah, it's always sweet. We would, so one of the, so I used to live in Nemeo, which um, is just north of Edmonton, Alberta, and north of St. Albert. And it used to be an airbase. It was actually had the fifth longest runway in the world. So the space shuttle could have landed there. Oh, crazy. If it couldn't land at the four other places, it would have landed there. And um, so every year there was a, a air show. And so we we lived so close that we could just like sit on our roof oh, and just cool. watch all the planes. You'd see all the big planes come in, like this big like plane called Hercules. the Galaxy. Oh, oh, yeah. oh there was Herc's constantly because... Yeah. That's just how they did the training and stuff. So there's always Hercs there. But then when the air show came, we'd see like the stealth, the stealth fighter, the stealth bomber, like all those planes yeah. would be coming in. And then, we used to go to uh, air shows all the time as a kid. <clears throat> and when I saw the snowbirds, I texted my dad right away. And I was like, this is reminding me of when we were kids and <clears throat> we lived in Ontario. And we would go to the air show every single year. It was hot. And my dad was just like a kid. We could go into all the planes like that was the benefit of going down to the the grounds is that mm -hmm. you could get tours of these planes. You could sit in the cockpits for some of them. I think my dad enjoyed it even more than, oh, than yeah. the kids did. It's so like, rad. Probably more. <clears throat> and I mean, like now that's it was funny the other day we went to your friend's place and we were sitting there and watching like previews on YouTube and then we got all horny over the new uh, <laughs> Top, Top Gun, Gun <laughs> which was supposed to come out last year, but now it's coming out this year. And that was funny because I was in um, Silver Star, so I was yeah. just there mountain biking. Sorry, this episode is going all over the place, but... This is a catch-up episode. <laughs> so um, I was at Silver Star, like one of the most epic mountain bike resorts in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I went in for a coffee one morning and there was this Austrian guy that like owns the coffee shop there. Mm -hmm. And uh, to get in, there was like sprinklers going, so I had to kind of like dodge <laughs> the sprinklers to get in the front door. And then there was like buckets there and stuff, and they weren't open yet but i got in i made this comment i'm like oh man i felt like indiana jones trying to get in here and he's like oh have you seen the new one or the preview for the new one yet and i didn't know there was a new indiana jones either. coming out so we started talking about that and like we were all stoked and laughing and just chatting about that and then i started to i asked him about did you see the new top gun preview mm -hmm. and he was like no so we got mm -hmm. i filled him in on that and he was all stoked so it was just a nice little bonding experience with a stranger just to yeah. like laugh about that but i've had i've had um so this trip started when um, you and I went to our friend's baby shower yeah. in the cusp. So you and I and the kids went there. Separately. I drove the car and you took the van. Yeah, because like I was planning on camping and it was literally like that day I was planning I was going to keep going on the trip after that because it was like... When when I moved out of my house, we said that I wasn't going to move into your house, right. but then I kind of became <laughs> a fixture on the couch, uh -huh. is how I like to say it. <clears throat> and yeah, I just had to like break that. It just became like a habit. It's just like drinking coffee. It was just like that was becoming totally. the norm, and I didn't want to do that. Well, and it was a good time for it either. too because we had like a major heat wave when you left. So you, I think you left at a good time. Yeah, totally, and. Um, so then, yeah, I mean, I went from there. I went and visited my friends in Revelstoke, which mm -hmm. was awesome. Everyone has babies now, so visiting the babies and getting to know them. And then uh, 
I went from there, from Revelstoke, I went to Silver Star, and I hung out there for three days. And then from Silver Star, I drove and met you. Yeah. I picked up some van stuff mm-hmm. in Kelowna. Then I met you in Vancouver. I flew to Vancouver, yeah. And then picked you up from Vancouver. Then we went kiteboarding, yeah. and then now we're out here on the boat. And, and funny, we get onto the boat, and I'm looking at this woman on the boat. Never met her before. And she's like, oh, this is my daughter. And her daughter comes down the um, the ladder. I'm looking at this girl, and I'm like, I 100% flew on the plane to Vancouver with this kid. And so then I said to to your friend Cole, I'm like, did they fly into Vancouver? And he was like, yeah, they flew into Vancouver. I'm like, on Saturday? He was like, yeah. He's like, we picked them up on Sunday in Nanaimo. So, yeah, Saturday. And I was like, 100% I flew on the plane with them. And so then I said to her, I'm like, did you fly out of trail on Saturday at like noon? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I definitely saw you on that flight. So like, what a small, what a small world. They live in Rosalind. And, uh, and yeah, that was, that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I know it is a small world. But you had said to me when you were leaving, you're like, I'm going to stay over in the cusp. And I was like, okay, fine. And then when we got to the baby shower or just before, I think when we left to go to the baby shower, you're like... Yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to just, I'm just going to go on a little trip. And I was like, oh, okay, when will you be back? And you were like, I don't know. And I was like, okay. And I was surprised because I, I was totally, like, I had no feelings about that. I mean, no <laughs> negative feelings, I should say. I had feelings, but I had no negative feelings. And I was like, okay, well, just let me know where you're at on Wednesday and we'll, we'll check in from there. Cause, um, we could have started this trip a little bit earlier. Like I could have met you somewhere else um like I could have met you at Silver Star really but I had a cake that I had I had two cakes that I had to do on Saturday so I had to bang those out for Saturday morning and then and then catch the flight that was the best course of action was to take the flight down to Vancouver which I've never I've never been on a plane that small I think it was like single seating on either side of the plane mm-hmm. I think there were nine seats so it was uh yeah it was pretty small yeah but the pilot was a woman which I thought was super cool and her name was Lauren Oh, well, that's lovely. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, we used to take those planes for for, for work. work a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's... And so now are you coming home with me? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, depend. So now this is the thing. If it's smoky there, I don't want to go back it's to It's not. Um, the kids showed... Well, because when the kids called me last night, they um, they showed me the... Nelson's not smoky. Okay, sweet. Yeah. That's it. And then... Um, yeah, we have wildfires. I should. We should. Why is it? Oh, something? yeah, totally. It's wildfire. Ugh, I hate that it's a season, but it's wildfire season in BC right now. We've been pretty lucky the last couple of years where we haven't had like really bad wildfires, but we had this mega heat wave. Like in the interior, it was four days straight where, like, I got up at six fifteen one morning and I went outside and it was already twenty six degrees at six fifteen. Like that was just it was gross. And so it was above forty degrees every day for four days. Um and on the lower mainland it was a little it was only a couple days. But like I had supplies coming for work from from the lower mainland and they called and said, Yeah, our we're not sending our drivers out, it's too hot. They're not driving today, so your product is gonna be delayed. And then um stuff that was coming from the East Coast on trains the trains had to go at half speed so as not to produce sparks to start a wildfire and so it's just it's it's really intense here right now but there was a a couple big fires in the in the Kootenays and so it was really smoky for a few days like I can normally see the glacier from my house and I couldn't 
see the glacier. The uh, Kokanee Glacier. The Kokanee Glacier. Sorry. Where Kokanee beer comes from, <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like the home thing, like, so this is the thing that I just want to like, this is what I wanted to get in the habit of doing is like being in the van, moving around, traveling around, totally. doing this stuff, right? And um, so coming home, I already just committed to, I met some friends at, uh, the baby shower and yeah. they just bought a piece of property that's literally a 35 second walk from your house so i just committed to parking my van there on that property so it's like now i'm not just it's like when i come over it's for like purpose You're coming over for dinner it's like well no i want to no i can just come and hang out mm-hmm. but still it's like it's not that i'm hanging out because i don't have anywhere else to go right it's hanging out because i want to and if it's too hot I don't have to sleep in your basement. I can go back to my van and sleep in, like, my van. Yeah. Like, it's my space. It'll be, like, my thing, which is what we wanted. Totally. Right? Yeah, 100%. I did not, right from the get-go, I did not want, I didn't want us to be living together. Um, I mean, it was nice having you there. It was It was nice, like, to, to wake up and have you there. The kids enjoyed having you there. Um, but it definitely was, yeah, it was not, I don't think it was the situation that either one of us wanted. No. So, so yeah, I mean, that's good. It's everything's, everything's working out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, now we're just gonna finish up this holiday. We got like, I don't know, what day is it? Wednesday or Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. So we have to leave here on Thursday. So, I mean, we still got time to do whatever and, uh, yeah, just enjoy it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you wanted to, uh, (laughs) are you, are you enjoying living in the van with me? (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's just we we had a discussion this morning because it's like the floor space is small was it four feet by four feet probably so 16 feet 16 that's, square that's, feet is that 16 square feet no it must be three feet by three feet anyway. nine square feet so there's not much floor space but like that's the thing is um we're just figuring that out and then there's like the garbage probably takes up two square feet <laughs> <laughs> so we just had, had a little chat this morning about where where things were gonna go and how to keep it like feeling clean in here and stuff like that and being like okay i have like this cooler it's kind of the bane of my existence right now because it's like the solar isn't quite keeping up with it so the fan is like on and off on and off which right now it's off that's why you're looking at it mm-hmm. i unplugged it okay. and um yeah, I mean, just little things. But, I mean, like, the kiteboarding gear fits in here. My bike's in here. The bed's super comfortable. Your closet's pretty um, great, too. I think that's yeah, a really good idea. I don't need... Like, I can get rid of half of that stuff. I think I'm getting rid of the leather jacket. I wear it three times a year. Okay. It's got to go. Okay. There's no point in me keeping something I wear three times a year. Yeah. I hear you. You can keep it in your house if you want, but we're trying to clean your house, too, so... Yeah. But, um, yeah. I did do some of that while you were... While you were adventuring. I'm so excited to see what your house looks like. I don't think you're even going to notice a difference. The kitchen's super clean. And I should be getting blinds tomorrow. So that'll be exciting. But yeah, I got rid of... I probably got rid of... Well, I filled up the back of my car. Like the back seats and the trunk. And got rid of that. I got rid of two um, big Rubbermaids and a and a plastic bag. Like a garbage bag size full of clothes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's, it's been, that's been an interesting thing too. Cause it's like, I put things up, um, for sale on like Facebook marketplace. And then, then I set them for free in this group that I belong to, which is, um, a mom's group. 
And there's stuff that got picked up, stuff that got claimed, and then stuff that didn't. And I had a really hard time throwing things out because I felt like this is good stuff. Like this is, it's in great shape. Um, and it just felt really wasteful and not good to, to like commit it to the landfill. But then like once I put it up for sale and nobody wanted to buy it and I mean, it was cheap. I was not like trying to make money on this stuff. And then I put it up for free and still nobody wanted it. I was like, maybe this stuff isn't worth keeping. Like this is, maybe this is not, this is not the stuff that I should be hanging on to. So that made me feel better about throwing it out was that I tried several avenues to to upcycle it I guess you could say and people just weren't interested yeah and I mean I'm bad I don't do the first two steps I just get rid of it because it's like that's I mean it's the thing it's it's some stuff we've just collected and it's just sitting there and exactly it's still good but nobody wants it so why should I store it and especially being in a van I don't have the luxury of just storing stuff you know and we try and take it to like Nelson shares and stuff like that but you know at the end of the day I mean Lots of this stuff, it just sucks throwing out plastics and stuff, but most of this stuff will decompose and go back to the earth. And yeah. It's a good lesson to learn. Like, that's the thing. It's so funny how we buy so much stuff. And it's almost like the more room we have, the more stuff we buy. 100%. And then you just don't, you don't think about it. over the years. It's like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff. And the most favorite people, my most favorite people I've been following lately are these like millionaires that literally live in a room with no furniture. They have like a desk and a computer and a bed on the floor. And that I love so much. It is like, they are me. They speak my language. It's like... I feel like aside from your garage, your house was very much like that. Like you didn't have like, you didn't have pictures on the walls really. You didn't have like bookshelves and, and books and knickknacks and stuff like that where I feel like I have a lot of that stuff, but trying to really recognize that, especially when I pulled all that stuff out of storage, like I hadn't touched that stuff in three years. Mm -hmm. And so it was time to get rid of it. And so I did. Um, a lot of it, but I tried to give it away to people that I thought would use it. I mean, there's stuff that I got that, I'm, oh, I'm going to use this one day. Fabric was a big one because I used to be a really big sewer. And then when I moved into my apartment, I had nowhere for a sewing machine. It's like, couldn't put a sewing machine in the van either. That's what it felt like in the apartment. And so then I just, I had accumulated all of this fabric, especially because I made, I used to make my kids clothes. So, yeah. So that's the crazy thing is you just said you couldn't put a sewing machine in the van. Mm. And I was like, no, you, you, if that was, so if somebody out there, that was their main thing, that was their main way of making money was sewing, but they wanted to live van life, they would have a sewing van. Oh, totally. If you were a baker and you baked cakes, you would have a baking van. If you were a podcaster (laughs) and you did podcasts, you would have a podcasting van. Like the whole idea of the van life is to have one like one space that's your office for what you do. Totally. But and I mean, like, for me, that's sewing was thing. just a hobby. It was something I did for fun. It wasn't something that like... I know, but you, people make money doing it. Oh, 100% people make money doing it. So that's like the thing. It's like what I'm getting at is like designing your space for what you need. Yeah. Because it's like a house. It's like, okay, you could have had a sewing room. Yeah. And then people have an office. Totally. I did have a sewing room. Like when I lived in in the house, I had a sewing room and then we ended up renting out our space to, anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, that's, that was a big thing. Like I got rid of Tupperware, like Rubbermaids, like probably eight Rubbermaids full of fabric and I donated Mm. it 
to, there's a quilting society. I gave some of it to the daycare. I gave some of it to a friend that's learning to sew so that she had something to practice with because fabric can be pretty expensive when you're like trying to learn to sew. And, um, and then yeah, the other, the rest of it went to, there's a really great company in town that recycles textiles. So that's where yeah. the rest of it went. And that made me feel good. Yeah. And I think the idea like that was triggering when you said can't, because you can do whatever you want. You're just like, you, when you said you can't put a sewing machine in here, I'm like, you can. Right. But I couldn't <laughs> put a sewing machine in here because this is not a sewing van. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a Jamie van. This is not... Like I, if on the hierarchy of things that I would would choose to bring that's into the van, it, the sewing machine rates but, very very low. And on that's it. that's exactly it. It's like I think in our lives, it's like so. The biggest way to see this is with people who do many sports, because you if you do every single sport on the planet, you won't be able to do any of them because you don't have time to do it. Yeah. So if like in the Kootenays, it's huge. So there's mountain biking, there's dirt biking, there's kayaking, there's um, paddle boarding, there's boating. That's summer sports. Then there's yeah. then there's soccer, oh yeah, soccer, baseball, all those sports, gymnastics. Then in the winter, there's skiing, there's snowboarding, there's ski touring, there's it's snowmobiling, there's all there's all this stuff in the winter too. Mm-hmm, so you thing. need to choose because like my garage was full with everything, but I didn't use it. Like sometimes yeah. I used the dirt bike once. Yeah. So that's the whole idea with like life too, I feel, is just like really narrowing down, down what you want to do. do. And then it's like then you can spend your time doing what you really love to do rather than trying to do a bit of everything and not really Enjoying getting good any at any of it. Mm-hmm. But thank you, Anchor, for keeping us on time because we have about 40 seconds left. Yeah, check out our Instagram. I've been posting lots actually on this trip. It's making it work underscore pod. If you like what you're listening to, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. And yeah, let's go enjoy the rest of our adventure. Awesome. Okay, guys, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.